Well, you guys know how I feel about sports, so I feel the same way about. Yeah, you don't even feel. You don't even like good sports. <laughs> I can imagine how you are with soccer. <laughs> do, do you know the? Do you know the one thing? The one thing I actually do. Well, I actually, I I will every once in a while enjoy watching a boxing match. I will enjoy that. Wow, that's random. Yeah, even though the fix is in. <laughs> um. Well, I love there's, I don't says that. Like, I'll get my popcorn out and a nice diet coke. And just sit right on the edge of my couch and watch Mike Tyson bite someone's ear off. Yeah, yeah. I used well, to just, watch. We used me and my brother used to watch boxing back then when Tyson yeah. was around because he was. Just well, Tyson animal. was awesome to watch because it was. It didn't take up a lot of time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, like, you're just like it's like six hours of pre-fight and like the yeah. fight was 16 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that guy just, was incredible. It was unreal. His I, face. Yeah. Even now, even now, because he has some sort of is it Parkinson or, or I don't what, know just, what he has, but he's he has he's some, not. Yeah, he's. Not doing like, great. E- even now, and I'm not making a joke. Even now, that guy could kick my ass. Oh my god! So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm of just like, he could, he yeah. could be in hospice and kick your <laughs> ass. <laughs> it's true. He could be. It's very true. History defeats itself is a comedy podcast. Kevin, John, and Greg are not experts, historians, or even all that smart. Shut up and let's just get fucking started. Jesus Christ. I'm so tired yeah. of shit. You piece of shit. Welcome to cut. Ca- <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Cafe. I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> Welcome to History Defeats Itself, a comedy podcast that looks at events or people from the past and wonders why do we never learn from our history. Only one of us knows the topic and the other two are in the dark, learning along right with you. That was not a very good sentence. I should not have looked away from my notes. My name is Kevin, and as always, I am joined by Dizzy Izzy, uh, John Banks, and the guy with the flu, <laughs> Greg Mitchell. <laughs> well, he's afraid to say it. He is. It's yeah, very tumultuous times we're living in right now. Yes, that is. So, Ooh, I don't want to be. Word, I don't want to be like yay. Like yay. Is it yay yeah. or ye? I, it, we went over this. I don't Kanye. know. Yay. It it's seems yay. like it right. should be yay. Yeah, but it's Kanye, but yeah. it's it's not yay old tavern, it's ye old tavern. Yeah, but he is going. <laughs> since when does he follow rules? His name was Kanye, so he got rid of the first. Which three is letters clearly made up, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is his real name? Do we know? I don't know. Is that not his real name? I don't know. No. That seems like one that he might be the only one. You know, yeah. like if that is his real name, because like it's like I don't know. You think we're ever going to see another Oprah? I don't think we're going to see another Oprah. No. Gotta hope not. I well, that was just rude. I mean, just <laughs> the name. Have, she's lovely. What do you have against Oprah? <clears throat> I meant the name too. I don't know what you're talking about. She's oh. uh, she and I ate summer in the Hamptons. No, <laughs> I, di- I didn't realize you were wealthy. He's not. You don't have to. You know what, John? All you got to do is pay for a plane ticket. That's true. And then, you, well, you cut the grass. Is that you have like a little side business in the summer. He had, no, he has to say a thousand yards from her property. So <laughs> I don't like I don't like how you're questioning my relationship. <laughs> so shall we shall we get started? Yes, Greg. Greg is under the weather, so we are yes. gonna we're gonna uh, move move pretty fast here. Real quick though, follow us on TikTok and Instagram, and we apologize to anyone try, who tried to watch the video uh, uh, last episode. We had some te- 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 technical te- difficulties. Yep. That's the word. That is so the word. apparently someone has not been paying the bills. Nope, not paying the bills. So uh, yeah, anyway, just search History Defeats Itself on YouTube and uh, you will get to our page. Subscribe, tell your friends. And you porn. And, uh, j- and if you subscribe and tell your friends, Greg will send you porn. It's true. 
Not good porn, though. No. 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 Keep homemade, that shit for myself. Homemade porn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That's not good. All right. Is it? It's me, right? I'm the guy. I'm the one doing it. Doing the porn or doing the episode? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever pays the bills. <laughs> so let me ask you two a question. Yes. Have you ever been on a plane before it takes off and you think to yourself, fuck, what if there's a bomb on here and we blow up? Um, I've, I've had, can I go first? I'm going to go yeah, first. Yeah. I think I've had every possible, uh, anxiety filled scenario played out in my head. Shocking. So yes, almost every time I've been on a plane. All yeah. Right, I, I, I definitely, you know, sometimes if you see, you know, shady looking guy, you know, you, you wonder, Hmm. Yeah. Wonder if he's What's in that guy's Nikes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I too, gentlemen. Have used to share your fear, but since I read about Vesna Vulovic, I no longer have that fear. Mm. So tonight, I love a Vespa. Uh, well, yeah, Vesna, Vez, Vez, maybe it's Vesna, Vesna Vulovic. Um, the first known act of sabotage in a commercial in commercial aviation happened on October tenth, nineteen thirty three. Wow, that was early. I know. It was a Boeing 247 was destroyed by a bomb, basically dynamite, because nitroglycerin was the main explosive. So basically somebody threw some dynamite in a bomb, and they, at the time they believed it was a, uh, some sort of Chicago gang uh, thing. Um, you know, oh, like Al- that Al Capone sound right. They were always very, very friendly in their disputes. Well, so here's what, so it used to be that it was... Uh, People would try to blow up planes for insurance fraud. That was basically from the <laughs> 30s to about the 60s. That was kind of the main reason people were blowing so up planes. So it was like the, the owner of the plane? Like, who's doing this? It's like the people at United or like what? Well, it used to, it used to be it, it, like a, if you died in an airplane crash or explosion or whatever, it, the, the insurance would pay out three to one. I don't, I don't, I no longer think that is the case, but, but, you know, so if you had a hundred thousand dollars worth of insurance and you blew up in a plane crash, then you'd get your spouse would get 300,000. So it's basically this deal where like, you know, like crime organizations would go to like, uh, you know, the wife or whatever of some husband, they'd kill the, they'd blow up the whole fucking plane. <laughs> so they'd kill a whole bunch of people to get this one guy. And then basically they would like squeeze the wife or the husband who Can't was they left. they just rob a fucking bank? Yeah, that I, seems I mean, like a lot of effort. You know, I, 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 I don't know. Maybe you get bored of robbing banks. You got to get a little creative with life, I guess. Um, but And then starting around like the late 50s, early 60s, it started to become more about assassinations. So there'd be some person on a plane. And again, it's really fucked up to blow up a plane and kill everybody. You know, it's like, just kill the one person <laughs> that you want to kill. But anyway. Or at least just push them out of the plane. Yeah, right? Yeah. Or, you know, just, it's shoot them before they go in the plane. Yeah. Like... Um, that does seem like it would be a lot less strenuous <laughs> to just murder them in the in their home at night or yeah, something. Yeah, right. Not just, to mention the psychological worry you're committing because now everyone's afraid, afraid to fly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe that's part of the allure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, like being, it's like being choked during sex, you know? <laughs> the allure, the allure of murder. <laughs> it's a little excitement. There have been... Uh, 86 cases related to airline bombings, 53 of them resulting in deaths. So, and when they say 86 cases, some of them were like, they were plots to blow up stuff and they were foiled before they could get to it. Mm. Uh, we got case- a caper, see? <laughs> <laughs> nah. 
here's what here's what I'm gonna do. So you're gonna start talking. Uh, you're gonna start talking now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Flight 367 was one of these 86 incidents. Flight 367 departed from Stockholm, Orlando Airport at 1.30 p.m. on January 26, 1972. Was it Stockholm, Air- Wisconsin? It was Stockholm, Wisconsin. Yeah. Yes, no, this was Stockholm, Sweden, Sweden, home of the Swedish shelf. Yep. Hey, that's where my people are from. That's Dirt why I'm the color I am. Oh. Actually, let me phrase. That's why I lack the color that I do. <laughs> that's, why you're, that's why all your furniture in the background is Ikea. Yeah. It's like- that's also... It's also why you're so tall. Okay. And, and you're always and burly always, and, and like mus- muscly. And mus- and always eating meatballs. Uh-huh. Except those parts. No. <laughs> and always eating meatballs. <laughs> I do love a good meatball. <laughs> that's, I know. That's, Greg and I always say that about you when you're not around. I bet you have like meatball implants. <laughs> like you're like, Where are they? <laughs> oh, they're in here? Okay. Your biceps. Your bicep. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, the aircraft, a McDonald. McDonnell Douglas DC-932, which is basically, I, it's, it's a, a jet that holds about 90 people. So it's a pr- pretty small jet in, compared to what we You wouldn't say that today. if you were on it. Well, well, I mean, I mean, it's small compared to like a 737. I guess it is still a small jet. Or a 777. <laughs> no matter if you're on it or not. <laughs> I'm going to retract. Yeah, I'm not sure that the view exactly. really matters where you're, where you're, if you're on it or looking at it or... Yeah. <laughs> hearing about it in a podcast. I mean, I thought it was a small jet, and then I got on it, and it was still a small jet. It was still small, so, but it was no. bigger than I thought, but, <laughs> but not really. Very tubular. <laughs> so um, so this uh, DC-932 landed at Copenhagen Airport at 2.30 p.m. on uh, January 26th, where, uh, where it was taken over by Vesna Volovic and her colleagues. So basically, you know, you know, like when planes land, they like switch crews sometimes because it's like a flu's been uh, a crew's been flying for so many hours, so they yeah. have to, yeah. So that's basically what was happening. So it flew from Stockholm to Copenhagen, and they switched out the crew. So this is a quote from Vesna Volovic. She's I don't know. She's Czech. So you pronounced it like fifty different ways. Uh, and I'm gonna make it. It's gonna be seventy two different ways. Before One of them done. is right too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like if anyone block. out there can guess, we'll send you a t-shirt. <laughs> Kevin, like what this. I'm going to need you to do is, when we're done, you figure out which one's right, and then cut it and edit it in all the times that I say it. Okay. Yep. You, got time. you got time for that, right? That's very easy. Yes. Yeah. Um, so she, uh, in an interview later, uh, like she was interviewed after, the, so the plane is, uh, not, no, I mean, I hate to spoil this, but the plane's going to crash, and she survived. Um, I figured it'd probably crash. Yeah. Yes. Just judging by where we were heading with this. But the crazy part of this is how she survived. Right. Or, or that she did survive. So it's, it's pretty crazy. So but she she later said, as we as it was late, we were in the terminal and saw it part it being the jet. I saw all the passengers and crew to plane. One man seemed terribly annoyed. It was not only me that noticed him either. Other crew me? members. It was Greg Mitchell. It was a, a very ornery old Jewish man. <laughs> who, who, Even back then, I was like, who's, who's like always seems to be sick. <laughs> well, it's it's January 26, 1972. So you were 107 at this time, Greg. I can either be sick or blurry. <laughs> <laughs> he does actually, ironically, look better than he ever you look has. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, other crew members saw him, as did the station manager in Copenhagen. I think it was the man who put the bomb in the baggage. I think he had checked in a bag in Stockholm, got off in Copenhagen, and never reboarded the flight. Well, that Done. sounds Done. sus. 
Dumb. Kevin, are those your dogs barking? God, you no, that... hear that? Yeah. Hey, Kevin, who, yeah. who let the dogs out? Who? <laughs> somebody. Who? 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 <laughs> Sounds like somebody needs to let the dogs out. No, she's outside. No. What are they barking at? What's the temperature out there? How the fuck should I know? I'm not. No, you got a window. Don't you? It's it's dark (laughs) and it's cold. It's like 20 degrees here. He's got a cutout of me and John making out. Wait, 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 wait. Backyard, so the dogs are like super homophobic. Just, just a follow-up question. Can you not see through cold? (laughs) Well, I don't have the window open. The blinds are closed. It's dark outside. Why would I have them open? Okay. Okay. All right. Fair. I was just confused of why the weather had anything to do with your ability to see. But I got it. The windows close, blinds are shut. Okay. Because it's it. cold. I understand. I understand. Critical I just thinking, clarity. John. <laughs> I don't possess that. <laughs> it's, you've known me for 13 years. You should know that. Yeah, how do you, you know how long I've known you? I count the days. <laughs> Sounds like it's been 13 years too long. <laughs> Uh, well, twelve years, three hundred sixty-four days. Yeah. So no, that one day, the, the, that one day at that bar was a lot of fun. Yeah, that one day was a lot of fun. So, and it has been downhill. <laughs> it has never lived so. up to that expectation. <laughs> nope, sure has it. Um, the aircraft, piloted by Captain Ludwig Razdri and First Officer Ratko Mihik, broke into what three is with pieces. These names? Can we not get just people... a John Smith? Like seriously? <laughs> yeah. Why can't people in these all of these stories just be American? <laughs> yeah. I would make it a lot easier. Well, I guess like the story Ludwig, has maybe been like... modified to suit lazy <laughs> Americans. <laughs> so Captain Louis Razzi and First Officer Rico Mahicki. Um, so what? I don't know. Just. I don't know. Are, were you trying to make names easier? <laughs> well, Rico Mahicki? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's kind of cool, but. <laughs> are you going to be thinking changing your kid's name? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, Come here, Rico. So the plane the, broke into three pieces and spun out of control. After That's ex- not that many. Well, I mean, after explosion came from the luggage department of the plane, crashing I into think the any, village. any is too many for uh, Yeah, situation. seriously. Like, More than one. Like yeah. a piece. Even one piece flying off the plane is going to freak you out. Yeah. So, which I think, actually, someone told me, and I don't know if this is true or not, but a, but a jet, uh, like a jet with four engines can actually land and fly with only one working engine. Yeah, I've heard. I know they can. I don't know exactly what the number is, but I know they don't need all the engines to land. So that, that that's by design, obviously. Well, yeah. Yeah. And there's something about like they was it was it on the last episode we were talking about they they shoot frozen turkeys at jet engines to test them. I don't remember that. That oh. is I feel news like I to me. Have. Okay. No, no, no. Last Wait. time all we did was talk about molasses. <laughs> <laughs> I think Maybe John, they throw molasses at. I think John's engines. cheating on us and doing a different podcast. He's, I am. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all about aviation. So it sounds like it's a Martha Stewart podcast <laughs> about about yeah Martha Stewart aviation. Yeah, it's, it's Martha Stewart hosting with John and Snoop Dogg. It's actually really good. <laughs> it is. It's very entertaining. He's a very charming man. Yes. Um. So uh, this so the plane breaks apart and lands in this village of Sapresca Comunicia. I don't know why it came out of ten because it's a Czech it's a Czech Republic, uh, the old Czechoslovakia. So it landed basically the plane breaks apart over Czechoslovakia. Of the 28 on board, 27 were killed upon ground impact, and one Yugoslav crew member, Vesna Vulevic, 22 years old at the time, survived. But here's the crazy fucking part. Vesna, who was born on January 3rd, 1950, and died on December 23rd, 2016, 
holds the Guinness World Record for surviving the highest fall without a parachute at 10,160 meters, or for the three fucking countries that don't use the metric system, 33,330 feet, or 6.3 miles. This human fell 6.3 miles, because as soon as the plane blew up, she flew out of the plane. So she falls 6.3 miles out of the sky and hits the ground and doesn't die. Isn't that fucking insane? What did she... She just landed on the ground. No way. Come on. Yes. Yes. I'm no scientician, but that doesn't <laughs> seem right. <laughs> Maybe she landed on a like a cotton cat and well, cotton candy factory. <laughs> she la- no, it was, she, it was the my pillow guy. That's his, yeah, his first factory was on, there. Not on his pillows. She landed on the my pillow guy. <laughs> he's very he's very portly. His mustache is very cushiony. Yeah. What, John? You understand the skepticism here? How, explain. So a plane blows up. No, 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 no. <laughs> How did she not fucking die? There's no, there's no like reason why she didn't die, right? There's, there's no, there's no reason you can say like, oh, like she didn't, you know. Um, and so, so basically, and she may, she may have actually fallen in the, the jet because, but she was discovered by a World War II vet, um, and he, she was not in the plane at that time. She was on the ground, so it is, it is possible she could have actually hit the ground in the plane, but still, six point three miles. <laughs> Right in a metal tube, even it sounds and, impossible. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, was she all fucked up? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. She's super fucked up, and, and so she didn't just like brush herself <laughs> up. Like that was weird. <laughs> She's like that shit was crazy. Whoa, where's the how plane? Do I, <laughs> how do I get home now? <laughs> Where am I? Yeah. Um, Is there a Starbucks? So following the crash, Vesna spent three days in a coma, having fractured her skull and her brain was hemorrhaging. She also suffered two broken legs and three broken vertebrae, one of which was crushed completely. Her pelvis was fractured and several ribs broken. Right? Unrelated now, to the fall. <laughs> <laughs> right. She got in a fight uh, like the day before the flight. So. <laughs> it was a pre-existing condition, and the insurance company did not, like, pay for it. Yeah, well, she was, part of it. she was part of the Yugoslavian Air uh, Fight Club. Yeah, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's actually what it was. Yep. So, and she couldn't talk about it because everyone knows the first rule of Fight Club. Yep. So, especially the uh, Yugoslavian one. <laughs> yeah, that would Dude. be that's cold. They, those people live fucking hard, right? Yeah. Just, just like you, if you're in that kind of weather, you're just a tough human being. Yeah, yeah. Did I think Greg told me one time he had like he he knew a Russian woman and she said they don't smile because their teeth freeze. Is that correct, Greg? Did you tell me that? I could have said that. I have a really bad memory and I can't remember half the shit I say. And a fever. So that doesn't help either. Nope. And a fantastic beanie. It was a nice beanie. Her injuries Nike, resulted. Nike, not a sponsor yet. <laughs> I bet that would sponsor us. Three it athletic would. guys like us. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like, I Didn't couldn't. Did they so drop th- Kanye or who dropped? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's Adidas. 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 Oh, it's Adidas. That's right. So they're looking for they're looking for somebody. Adidas. Right? Yeah. If you're looking for a replacement, I do wear Adidas. <laughs> I do too. I like them very much. And uh, could you like I don't think that I could run 6.3 miles and be okay and f- yet falling 6.3 miles it's like it's just crazy that she I wonder survived. how long that took. And clearly she was knocked out, right? Because No, she she was, she was not. She was conscious. When, but so but the, she but you said she could have been going down with the plane. Right. Well, so here's the thing. So she remember 
and and I don't know how to stress this enough. She fell six point three miles. <laughs> no, no, I get that. Did I, but... did I mention that? So so she had and she had brain hemorrhaging. So she had amnesia. The the last thing she remembers, and I'll I'll get to it at some point. But oh, I'll just say it. But so the last thing she remembers is she remembers greeting people getting on the plane, and then she remembers two weeks after her being in the hospital when her parents told her that she had been in a plane crash and showed her like some article in a newspaper. That was like her first memory of what actually, or that was her first knowledge of knowing that she'd been in a plane crash. Jeez. So, yeah. Um, her injuries resulted in her being temporarily paralyzed below the waist. She had total amnesia from the uh, hour preceding her fall. She should have been paralyzed from the world. <laughs> how, the <laughs> hell she, how on earth is, I mean, it's, that's insanity. Yeah, I know. I know. She definitely should have been unalived. Unalived. She should yeah, definitely been unalived. That's, that's going to be, uh, that's Liam Neeson's new trilogy he's coming out with. <laughs> I've survived so many plane crashes. <laughs> I have a certain set of skills. <laughs> I have a certain I'm, set of skills. Yeah. I'm Liam Neeson, goddammit. <laughs> that allowed me them. not to die. 6.3 miles? Okay. 6.4? We're in trouble. Impossible. But Liam would ab- just like take his jacket off and just he would. parachute he would to down. safety. Well, no, he would like hold. He was be holding his jacket in one hand and shooting at the earth with a gun in the other hand. <laughs> Somehow, just shoring. to soften his landing. <laughs> like he's shooting out the he's shooting at the roof of the of the cotton candy factory. Yeah, exactly. No, amazingly, Always. though, he's he'd be shooting the guy who blew up the plane too, because yeah, he just somehow yeah. was able to find him no. from from six point three miles up. Yep. And he would like somehow he would like shoot like like wool shear or like sheep shears. It would like shear the the sheep, and he would land in just cotton candy and wool. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Don't get those confused though. No, it, no. it would not be nice to just eat a bunch. Very of Very itchy going down. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So she had amnesia from the hour preceding her fall until one month afterwards. I guess not two. So it was a month. So she basically had amnesia for a month. Um, her parents told her that she first or her parents. Yeah, her parents. I just told you that. Um. And she actually, oh, that was, yeah, so she actually, she was so shocked by the fact that she had been in this plane crash that when her parents told her and she read the news article, she actually passed out from the shock. So she was like totally, which Wait, for it, someone who's so hardy, kind of uh, fragile. Yeah, she passes little, out a lot for someone who yeah. survived a 6.3 mile fall. Oh, I can't handle this. I think I'll be in a coma. That's well, crazy. Did, did she have like a fainting couch? Oh. <laughs> I think she was paralyzed as so she was already laying down. Okay. So it was, was probably she on the fainting couch? That's well, I mean, probably just a hospital bed. Probably. Okay. I mean, again, I, I didn't, I didn't dig in to that part. I'll have to, I'll have to update in the next. Your episode. attention to detail sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me make a note on all episodes: fainting bed. So, um. So I said, oh, so yes. And so she was so she like, she was so like, so she passed out and then she woke back up and she was like, just terrified of what happened. So they actually had to like sedate her to calm her down because she was being hysterical like a 1905 lady would be. Mm. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Well, we better drug her up then. She's not as tough as I thought she was. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so here's what's crazy is like she she ends up. Because here's the thing. Remember or not remember, if I'm in a plane and it crashes, one, I'm never, I'm driving everywhere <laughs> or I'm taking a boat, right? Never, never going to get on a fucking jet again. And second, I would definitely not work in one. But she was like, yeah, I'll go back to work. No big deal. Right? For real? Well, it seems like yeah. she's got nothing to lose. Yeah, that's true. Well, she, she can't die by plane crash. She knows that. So. Yeah. What are the chances of another one? 
I mean, that's true. Well, there's only been. Yeah, we haven't heard you, the whole story yet, John or Greg. <laughs> did she? Did she go down again? <laughs> she did. This time, falling nine point eight miles. Um, so, Vesna underwent treatment in a Prague hospital until March twelfth, nineteen seventy-two. After which, she was flown to Belgrade. Her hospital room was placed under 24-hour police protection because authorities feared that the perpetrators of the bombing would wish to kill her. The guards changed shifts every six hours, and no one was allowed to see her except for her parents and doctors. Damn. I thought she was a witch. (laughs) Wait, who wanted to kill her? Well, so they they didn't know who did the bomb. And and actually, what's crazy is, to this day, they don't know who did it. So it's believed it was like... Well, it, they they believe it to be a uh, a, a Czechoslovakian organ, like terrorist organization, um, but they actually don't know who. Uh, you know, that's never been confirmed one hundred percent, and and the the actual perpetrator of it has never been found. So let's Damn. solve this thing. Yeah, we'll turn this into a true crime podcast. Yes, this is like the Goonies. Yeah, we'll so figure it, this out, and then we'll figure out the whole DB Cooper thing. So if anyone listening knows what happened on this plane, please tell us. We'll put it on our podcast and take all the credit. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not doing research. God, Sounds no. like a lot of work. <laughs> I'm still working on this hernia surgery. It's just not <laughs> healing the way it's supposed to. You didn't have to, you didn't have to do that. You just, <laughs> you just have to recover. Yeah. Now imagine recovering falling 6.3 miles. Um, I think she's a witch. I think so. And you said she lived to like 2016? 2016, yeah. Damn. Yeah, so she would have been, what was that, uh, 50, 60, 60, 66 years old. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Volovic's hospitalization lasted until June 1972, after which she traveled to Montenegro to recuperate at a seaside resort where her doctors visit her every two or three days. She so she several- recuperated at a seaside resort. Maybe she planted the bomb, <laughs> knowing full well that she could be at a seaside resort. That's true. But again, how did she survive? That makes zero. She maybe she really did have a parachute. Maybe she maybe right before the plane hit, she jumped up, and she was like, "I'm uh, good." Yeah. yeah, yeah. To to stop the gravity. I feel like working. that should work. It's what they say to do in an elevator. Yeah. And by they, I mean people who've never died in an elevator. So. <laughs> You're supposed um, to jump right before it hits the ground. That's what they say. So because it, it it will you'll still break your legs, but it, it will prevent you from snapping your spine. Yeah. I think just I'm just gonna go at that point. Let's go huddle. How do you position. know when to jump? Well, it should still it should ding all the way down, and yeah, then as yeah, soon yeah. as you see the the two, I would jump at the two. Yep. Well, depending on how fast it's going, maybe the three. See, you're not gonna time it right. What do you What do you think? What? When <laughs> you're do you, not gonna time it right. When would you just, jump? Yeah, when would you I, jump? I, I think you're fucked. No. <laughs> no matter what. Well, you know what? I hope I'm never in an elevator with such a negative person when it's crashing. Yeah. I want to be. I want to be jumping up and down the whole time. One <laughs> of these has got to work. <laughs> I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Um. She underwent several operations to restore her movement. At first, she could only move her right leg, and one month thereafter, she was able to move her... I'm sorry. She could only move her left leg, and one month later, she was able to move her right leg. Thank you for getting that right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do know I do know how you love to fact check, Kevin. We would have gotten so many angry letters. Yeah. Oh, we're definitely going to get sued. Like the I letter just... Q? That always <laughs> seems like the angriest Does letter. not look very happy. Query. Yeah. Queer, as in... It's very queer that you fall 6.3 miles and don't die. How would you like to be a letter that always has to be followed by the same letter? You know? You mean like QQ? 
That'd piss me off. No, I'm saying like it's all, you always got to have a U afterwards. You, you. It's just fucking tired of the U. That's the problem. Yeah, why? Who did that? It's stupid. Yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. All right. Fuck English. <laughs> we should do an episode about it. <laughs> Fuck the letter. <laughs> this is our version of Sesame Street. Fuck the letter Q. <laughs> I think we did one on, I think we did that one on, on English yeah, we no, no. I was, that was phrases, a joke. Yeah. That was my joke. We did. You, you let. Oh, Greg. oh, yeah, okay. You've done. Yeah. You've done it several times. Several yeah, times you've done. you've done stuff with words, Greg. Several times. Yes. Man. Her parents that. had to sell both of their cars to pay for her treatment. Within ten months of her fall, she had regained the ability to walk, but limped for the rest of her life. Whoa, 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 whoa! The airline did not cover this. <laughs> right. I guess not. I mean. <laughs> You might. It was, you lost. You lost twenty five passengers. Like maybe. No, no, no. Twenty seven. You 27. lost twenty seven. Yeah. Maybe, maybe go ahead and just like float the bill for the one remaining survivor. It was a different time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the seventies. People were living free. Yeah. They gave her like an old Victrola as like a parting gift, and that was. They it. gave her Toblerone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is fantastic. You're gonna love it when you can walk again. You're gonna really gonna enjoy this. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, when as soon as we unwire your jaw, you'll be you'll be you'll be you'll really gonna enjoy this this chocolate. So the reason she limped for the rest of her life was because her it's because she always wanted sympathy from people. <laughs> yep, she was such an martyr. attention whore. Fucking martyr. And and her spine was twisted. Oh, big deal. She should have jumped. That's <laughs> what that's what I'm it. saying. She, what, that's really so. What the whole point of this podcast is? Jump. Yeah, jump. It's like Van Halen says. I was gonna say this podcast <laughs> sponsored by Eddie Van Halen. No, well, his 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 legacy. So in total, she spent sixteen months recuperating. That's not that bad. That's not that bad, all things considered. I feel yeah. like it should be like sixteen yeah. years. Yeah. And but again, just, I mean, dead. Like, what? A, she should be what dead. A tough, tough human being. Oh yeah. I mean, remember what a little bitch you were when you punctured your lung, Kevin, mm. or when you. Did whatever you did, Greg, or when I got my hernia surgery. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not tough people. We're not tough. We're, we are not crash and survive a jet kind of people. Like, we should die in that event. I feel, I I feel was, like I was tougher than something... you gave me credit for, but you know, I see where you're going. <laughs> I was reading something that Bruce Lee said, because, you know, so many things are attributed to Bruce Lee. And it says that you shouldn't, you shouldn't be self-deprecating, even in jest, because part of your body believes it. And it starts to um, it starts to weaken it. Mm, so mm-hmm, you should talk mm-hmm. up yourself instead mm-hmm, of saying mm-hmm. things like, which, "Oh, we're which not part, strong." Which part's getting weaker? I think I probably kidney. <laughs> you on <laughs> kidney? Okay. Yeah, I'm on kidney. So yeah. I've been trying really hard not to be so self-deprecating. So yeah, but Bruce um, Lee didn't live very long. That's true. Well, he died very young. That's, maybe he was self-deprecating. About bullets. He was like, oh, I hope I don't get shot. Oh, you guys are going to shoot me one day. And then look at that. Motherfucker. Yeah, I just think it's, I think it might be interesting if, if, uh, if you enter like negative juju into your psyche, maybe it, maybe it isn't good. I mean, probably not. God, how much, how much NyQuil is this fucker on? Should we, a lot. should we like really re-examine our lives and who we are as people? Right now. On, on a very spe- special episode. Uh, nobody ever expected me to live this long. She recounted in 2008. I'd agree with that. Vulovic attributed her recovery to her Siberian stubbornness and a childhood diet that included chocolate, alcohol, spinach, 
fish Fuck. oil and NyQuil. One of those is not true. Um, yeah, who eats spinach? <laughs> Popeye. It's gross. On he purpose, eats it out of anyway. a can. Um, in September 1972, Volvic expressed, will, her, uh, expressed willingness to resume working as a flight attendant. JAT, which is the company, felt that her presence on flights would attract too much publicity and instead gave her a desk job negotiating freight contracts. <laughs> That's so boring. I, well, yeah. So, and, and in the last years of her life... I'd have been like, uh, hey, fuckers... You, you you didn't pay for my recovery. <laughs> I went down because one of your dumbass jets blew up. No, not to sit at a desk. Not to sit at a fucking desk. Yeah, I, I you better let me fly the motherfucker. You know, I want to see the world, man. Do, do you think they gave her an ergonomic chair at least? No, it was definitely yeah, a really she, shitty chair. She had a pretty fucked up back too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Her spine was twisted. Well, it's just a little scoliosis, John. She'll be all right. <laughs> I think it's more than a little. I think because I think what happened was her vertebrae got crushed and her spine got twisted. <laughs> so like you know, like normally if you think of a spine like a spine, <laughs> now imagine that twisted. Okay, yeah. Does that visual help? Yeah, no, no, <laughs> that is no, a yeah. good one. I'm thinking back to uh, you know my time as a biologist. All right. right. And when was you her were head in... like on backwards after that, and she looked down and saw her back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She did. All right, Abby. Okay, I got it. I got nothing. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought it was the end of the episode. No. All right. Uh, no. So she uh, she lived on a pension of $300 a month at the end of her life in Belgr- in her little dilapidated Belgrade apartment. And she... Still think, still think she should have gotten more. Anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. She should have fucking gotten a lot of money, but I think it was it was a... She had a bad lawyer. Too bad she didn't get upgraded to like a modest apartment, but it's got to be dilapidated. It was in a. It was a communist country, uh, and and I don't think there was a. I don't think you got paid for that kind of stuff. I don't think you could sue for that kind of stuff. I Do you think, think she got you, free cable at least? I don't think she did. <laughs> I just got like Skinamax, <laughs> but it was blurry. It was like when you yeah. watch it when you didn't have it. She got. Uh, she got TMC. That's what she got. So, <laughs> yeah, but at that time they weren't classic movies. They were just what was on at the time. So, um, she like later said. She later said, I don't know what to say. You got a lifetime supply of airplane. <laughs> she, she said they, gave her, they gave her some VHS movies. They gave her Airplane, Alive, uh, In, North Inferno, by Northwest. Yeah, 747 Inferno. <laughs> yeah. mm. uh, All the she's, right stuff. <laughs> Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and ten lessons and ten lessons to learn how to skydive. So. <laughs> yeah, obviously you don't know how. Yeah, an, so. Like an infomercial on how to learn how to skydive. Like, yeah, it's gotta be cr- like like I think if I was a flight attendant, I would wear a parachute all the time. I don't think that's gonna instill much confidence in the passengers. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck them. I like that. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that is a good point. God, here I was thinking. Hey, honey, you're why right. are you so anxious? Ah, oh, it's just something's bothering me about this yeah. flight. What's that? Oh, I, I forgot all, to tell you. All like, the flight attendants are wearing parachutes. <laughs> it just doesn't seem good. I forgot to tell you, like six months I fell out of an airplane, so I'm going to go ahead and wear this parachute. Well, like, do, do you guys, I never listen to them when they do the, you know, all the seatbelt and flotation device. I never listen to that, right? It can but save it, your life, John. But if they were all wearing parachutes, I'd fucking pay attention. That actually would, like... <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I'd be like, oh shit, what <laughs> this is important. <laughs> what was that middle part? <laughs> Pardon me. Where do I get a parachute? But in uh, fairness, when the airplane is breaking into pieces, like that that oxygen mask that's dropping from the ceiling is not really gonna do that much. No, well, you know why they have that on the planes. Well, fl- Fight Club so said high. it was to get high. Yeah, 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 and that that actually, if you actually research why they started putting those on planes, that actually is the reason. I'm not going to research that. I'm, I'm glad that the, I'm glad the cushion doubles as a flotation device, though. So when I fall <laughs> thirty thousand feet into the over ocean, Iowa, that I'm able yeah, over Iowa. If was... we happen to fall. Into someone's pool, then I'll be able to float. <laughs> there was a, a comedian, I, I think in the 90s. I, I, I don't remember who it was, but my brother and I were watching. I mean, was it, it Billy Connolly? I don't think it was, but maybe. I don't think so. That, that guy was, was funny. Was, like, that guy, is, he's still funny. Yeah. He's not dead. Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so, sorry. Oddly enough, though, he was on this flight. So he was on flight 367. So two people on. survived. Yeah. Was he the flight attendant? <laughs> he, he actually was the bomb. He was Vespa. <laughs> so, <laughs> that guy can say anything and it sounds funny. Yeah, yeah. He's a funny, a funny dude. Uh, but no, so the, the it was like this community he was talking about. He's like, I don't. He's like, I don't want something that floats in water. He's like, I want something that bounces out of cornfields. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, so she later said, "I don't know what to say when people say I was lucky." She remarked, "Life is so hard today." Uh, Volovic oh, lamented geez. that her mother and father might not Harder. have died prematurely had she not been around uh, aboard flight 367 stating that the incident not only ruined her life but also those of her parents oh jeez which i think is God, fair that's a shitty attitude to come out of a fucking airplane crash that I really feel- is most people would be like, oh, my God, life is so precious. I have a brand new perspective. But, uh-huh. oh, my God, my back hurts. Oh, my God. <laughs> they my gave me a desk job. Are... I wanted to be back in the air. Yeah. yeah. You, can, you complain desk. about two degrees changes in the weather. Yeah, but we're talking about her right now. <laughs> yeah. You're wearing a beanie indoors because yeah. you have the flu. Yeah. I. That's right. <laughs> you it's don't a little dramatic. About it. It's a little dramatic. So... That's basically it. Why I mean, are you pointing fingers at me, man? We're making fun of her. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I survived a near-death experience. <laughs> and I, and so we're we're gonna raise a glass because that's it. That's that's it. That's just basically that's the she died like you know in 2016 and she it, she died in she was she was like a big like social person. She was like it's very involved in the government stuff. <laughs> okay, let's go. She was, on a, she was on a Tuesday night bowling so, league. Here's <laughs> here's to wearing your seatbelt. And, and tuck in your head between your legs. Cheers. I wonder if she did any flips on the way down. John, what did we learn from this? Uh, well, How we learned... history defeated itself? Okay, well, well, I'm sorry. Right, right, right. So, so the... So, uh, you're right. I apologize. I forget, forget about the part. So, what we learned is that if you're on a plane with a bomb, you're just as fucked <laughs> as they were in October 10th, 1933. All right, good, good. Yeah. Good. So, we, we, have not, that up. we have not figured out how to make bomb-proof jets yet. Okay. They are working nice, on it, though. They, nice actually, save. they are actually working on materials that are light enough to put in a plane and strong enough to withstand a blast. But as, as they become stronger, then the bombs become more lethal. You're such just a negative... You're a negative Nancy, Greg. I'm just trying to tell you that we're always going to have issues. Fucking birds can take down airplanes. You think someone can't find a, figure out a way for a bomb to? Come on. What if you send out some bird drones? <laughs> yeah, the what real problem here to... is we got to get rid of the birds. <laughs> so wait, are you saying the guys from Duck Dynasty are terrorists? <laughs> is, that, is that what you're saying? 
That was uh, <laughs> that was not what I was saying. Oh, uh, okay. I, I misunderstood. <laughs> so, I don't well, know. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> next week, next... our guest will be the uh, guys from Duck's, Duck Dynasty. Well, I I'm bet go- you on the next recording, I'll have a fever. <laughs> <laughs> I and believe you. All right, everybody. Good night. Good night. <laughs>